Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're moving right along Masechtas to my chapter 5, Mishnah 3 and 4. The Mishnah is discussing as follows, that when one takes off Trumos and Maestros, there's a principle that we do not have to take off Trumos and Maestros from each and every pile. If I have three piles, pile 1, pile 2, pile 3, it's not that I have to take off. I'll use the number 10% just because it's easy. 10% from each pile, and now I've fixed my now I've fixed each of these piles. One is allowed to say, I have three piles, I know I need to take 10% off each of them. Instead of taking off 10% from each of them, I'll take off 30% from one of them. And in that 30%, I'll include the Trumas and Maestros of the other two piles. Meaning, one pile becomes the place I take off all my Trumas and Maestros, and through that, I'm Yodse, the Trumas and Maestros from the other two piles. And this works totally good, it's all good and well. The issue is, one is not allowed to take off Trumas and Maestros from one pile to be Yotze two other piles if some of those piles are not Chayev and Trumus and Maestros. Let's say I have three piles in front of me. Pile one is Tevel, pile two is Tevel, meaning there's an obligation to remove Trumus and Maestros, and pile three is Matuka and I already took off the Trumus and Maestros. So it's Putter now from taking off Trumus and Maestros because I already fulfilled my obligation. If I go to pile three and say I'm going to take off 10, 20% or 30% from this pile in order to be owed to the other three piles, says Chazal, not only are you not allowed to do that, but it's it's nothing doing. It's not. It didn't even happen. You did not remove Trumas and Maestros from the other two piles. You aren't matukin them. You aren't taking them. And therefore, if one eats them, they're actually, in fact, eating Tevel. You can only take off from one pile to be owed to the other piles if all of them have the same equal obligation of Trumas and Maestros. Now, Let's apply that into, plug it into here, Demai. When we have Demai, as we noted from the outset, Demai is something that we really know, in our heart of hearts, most Amaratsim remove Demai. We are Choshesh, we are concerned about a Miyot, a small minority who may have not removed the appropriate Trumas and Maestros, so we say anything from an Amarats is Demai, is you, you take off the Maestro in doubt, but really we know most Amaratsim take off Demai. So, if I have a pile in front of me from an Amaratz, let's say... 80% of it chances the Amarats remove the Meiser, and I go ahead and remove Meiser if this pile was already Matukon, so I didn't lose out. Okay, so I lost 10%, but it's not a big deal because they didn't need me to take Meiser. I took off Meiser, but it's, it's, it's fake Meiser. But let's say it's a, this, this is a case where the Amarats didn't take off Demai, didn't take off Meiser, excuse me, and I removed the 10%, so now it's bona fide, it's bona fide uh, Meiser, and all is good and well. However, what if I take three Amaratsim and I put all their produce together. And now I have pile one from Amarats number one, pile two from Amarats number two, and pile three from Amarats number three. And I say, as we said, as I say, instead of taking off Demai, my Demai, my Meiser from each of these piles, I'll take it all off one of these piles. I'll take it off pile number three. I'll take 30% from pile number three. Here's the problem. Because we know that, statistically speaking, at least one of them, maybe even two of these people actually remove the appropriate Meiser, and really, we're talking about a produce that's matukon. It's totally good and well. It's just, there's this chashash, so we institute demai. What's going to effectively end up happening is, I am going to remove 30% from this one pile for the other two piles, but perhaps this pile that I'm removing from doesn't need my to be taken off in the first place. It's already matukon. And therefore, I'm removing from this pile, which is putter, for pile number one, which was a chiyah to take off of. And as we just said, if you do that for me, p'tur ala chiyah, for me, chiyah of p'tur, nothing doing, it doesn't work. And now if I go ahead and eat pile number one, thinking it was matakein, it was not matakein, and I'm eating tevel. If that's true, what happens, therefore? How do we how do we figure out how to navigate when you have a person, perhaps, who may have purchased or used produce from multiple different amratsim? What do we do? And what is the case that happens? So that's our mishnah. Halakeach minanachtim, one who goes to a commercial bakery and purchases bread. 
Now this bread, as we, know, we, we, as we said earlier, when it comes to the nachtom, a commercial bakery, the onus of removing, the burden of removing the demai is on the purchaser. Now the concern is as follows. Let's say multiple different amaratsim sold him flour, and he makes different breads, and if you remove from one bread on the other bread, perhaps you're removing the Torah lechiv and chiv Torah. How do you navigate this? It says the Mishnah, Maisim in al al you can re- and you can remove the first position in the Mishnah, Rabbi Meir, is you can take off demai meiser from the cold from the cold on the hot bread and the hot bread on the cold bread, i.e., two different days. Hot meaning it's fresh, cold meaning it's cold. We're not concerned that he has multiple suppliers. Even if they're multiple different shapes, we're not concerned, Sister Meir, that a nachtom has multiple suppliers for grain. Rather, he gets it all from the same supplier. Rabbi Huda disagrees. Rabbi Huda also says, No, Shani Omer, Chitim Shal Emesh, Hayu Mishal Acher, Mishal Yom, Hu Mishal Acher. Rabbi Huda says, No, not, nothing doing. Every day, perhaps a different a different person comes, a different farmer comes to sell his to sell his grains, and each day, in the beginning of the day, the, the baker goes and purchases from one farmer, so it's very likely in each day it's, a, it's coming from a different farmer, different amars, and therefore you cannot remove from one day to the next day, but when it comes to, when it comes to um, different molds, no, that's just because he wants to sell different types of bread, but ultimately it's coming from the same source of grain, which each day is different, and therefore Rehuda disagrees with her mayor when it comes to di- two different days, but when it comes to mold, he agrees. Rabbi Shimon says, no, even molds. If he's doing different molds, it's very likely that it's coming from different, it's coming from different grains. However, he's matir when it comes to challah, that you can remove challah from one loaf on a different loaf. And the reason for that is not because we're concerned it came from different suppliers, because we don't care if it came from different suppliers, because the chiv of challah does not kick in when the grain is harvested, but rather it kicks in once the, bra- the grain is once, once the dough is made, that's when the chiyav chal kicks in, and therefore, regardless if it came from five people, ten people, one person, the actual chiyav only comes in when the nachtom, this commercial baker, needs the dough. Mishnah Dalit, what if someone buys not from a commercial baker, but from a, a, a retail bakery? Maishim called tfus utfus divra mayors. Our mayors now changes and says, a commercial, uh, a baker, a retail bakery, they're buying from all different places. They're getting from Bimbo Breads, they're getting from David's Breads, they're getting from all different places, and therefore each and every type of shape of bread has to be tied separately and independently of each other because it's very likely it came from different amaratsim, different different people, or different suppliers. Rehudah disagrees and says, no, you can do it from one on all, because he says, well, whereas earlier he thinks a, a nachtom may get from different suppliers, a retail bakery only has one supplier, and therefore one bread works everything. However, Yehuda agrees with Rabbi Meir that if you purchase not from a retailer, but you purchase from someone who it's very clear they buy bread from many shops and go and sell them. Think of them maybe a food truck. He's anywhere he anywhere he times he needs new supplies, he just goes to the closest store and purchases. He's a peddler. So then certainly you have to take Meister off each and every one of them because you know almost for a fact he purchased from each and every one of them. I think what's fascinating about gets to one of the Chumras of Demai, and that is as follows. When it comes to all different Yisurim in the Torah, one can declare the following Chakir, one can ask the following question. This, that things are Aser, some things are Aser because the actual item is Aser, and sometimes we say, no, it's not that the item is Aser, like pork is Aser, but rather we prohibited the individual from partaking in it because of some sort of suffix. The question that the 
the Achronim ask is, when it comes to Demai, do we say Demai is categorically Aser? That Chazal came along and said, because we have this concern that a Miyot of Amaratzim may have Remove, may not remove the proper, take off the proper miser, so therefore we categorically aser demai, or no, demai really, it's not really aser, because we usually, we go after majority, however, we prohibited the individual from partaking in it, because we know that there's this concern, not, it's, it's not aser like uh, cheeseburger, it's aser because we said, do not partake in it, it's just, we, we have this concern, the, the, Briskarov says, brings Marshall's multiple proofs to show that the Mai is not Isser Chefsa, but rather it's an Isser Gavra. And he says as follows, he says as follows, one of them is, what's the biggest cooler when it comes to Demai? We noted, an Ani is allowed to eat Demai, a poor person can eat Demai, because we are concerned, Chas al Mamono, we're concerned for his money. Says the Briskarov, you never in a million years would we say, someone who's very poor can eat a cheeseburger. No, if someone's Isser Chefsa, it's Mamich Aser, it's Aser, and I'm sorry, I know you're going to be hungry. Obviously, we're not dealing with a case of Kuch Nefesh. I'm sorry, you're hungry, but that's just, that's, that's the halacha. However, if we're allowing or giving a leniency, a dispensation to eat the Mai, it must be because it's not inherently us, but rather we are telling the, the, the telling Yoni, normally it's us or Gavra, you shouldn't partake in it, but here we're giving you a leniency. I think perhaps this is the flip side. Because if it was an Isser Chefsa, it was Mamish, we said, now it's considered Machal Sasuros, then we don't really care about the statistics if part of this demai may actually be, you know, you have three piles here, one of them may actually be uh, Matukon. We say once it's demai, demai is demai, and once you buy from Amar, it's, it's always demai, and therefore we can mix and match. Whereas if you say, no, it's Isar Gavra, so then we say, in reality, what are we looking at? We're looking at three piles, and two of them may, in fact, actually be Matukon, and therefore we have to have this concern, and that's the starting point for our Mishnah. Everyone should have a wonderful day.